Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. I need to adjust my audio here. Get the wrong thing set here. Speaker. I'm a really loud phone talker, so I'm sorry if it seems like I'm screaming at you. What now? That's great. Okay, perfect. All right. And got Joe on as well. Hey, Joe. Yeah, how you doing? Doing okay today. It's been busy here. Rain's coming. All right. You got to get a lot of forms over the last week, huh? Yeah, yeah, it seems like that. Um, that we've been really, uh, really busy on those. Good news. Yeah, we have a we have a few uh, clients that do well during foul weather. That's what they do. They, they help people out when the shit hits the fan. Yeah, well, we see money when it rains, so that's good. Rains. We have a pretty good hit, we have a pretty good hit rate on the um, on the uh, the forms coming in too. So at that Great. point, they've done enough research to know what we're about. Excellent. Well, having all this con uh, content on your website makes it easy for them to understand pretty well too. So uh, I think it's you know that's one of the reasons why we do the podcast is to you know if they're dubious at first, not sure who they're doing business with, but they start hearing all this stuff, then um, they start feeling a little more relaxed. Say, all right, trust these guys. Yeah, I'm gonna be getting you know I need to lose about 50 pounds, and I'm gonna do some headshots and uh, you know put it on the uh, website so it can be rich and I too because. <laughs> Obviously, between the two of us, we're, we're you know we're taking the lion's share of the calls, um, yeah. and so I, obviously Rich's face is on it. But I think it would be I think we talked about this before, but it would be good to have my face on there as well. Absolutely. Oh, Rich says that you're just a better looking version of him. Yeah. Okay. Don't tell. Don't tell my uh, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, ew. Yeah, exactly. She, she gets it enough as it is. People think that I'm actually his son, and like, no. <laughs> yeah, the way around. All right, what you got today? So we've been getting a ton of calls here recently on pests coming into foundations, um, mice, moles, uh, snakes. I know we've done a few of those, but talking about you know how they, you know, why they're coming in and what we can do to you know help remedy that situation. Okay. Why are pests getting into my basement? Yeah, and we actually have a video a, a woman sent us. I'm not sure how how we can incorporate this, but literally it's a it's a little mole or a mouse kind of like poking its head in and out of a hole in the foundation. Oh well. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Easily done. We can uh, stick that in. Uh, when we do the blog post version of this, we'll just include that. So if you want to, you can either upload it to YouTube or, or just send the raw video to us and we'll do all the uploading for you. Uh, yeah. Take all the guesswork yeah, we'll out of it. The video of, uh, okay. you know, over a text message. All right. Okay. We can even talk about, you know, 
I'll bring it down to like small, you know, insects as well. But you know, the majority of this is going to be more like you know, the big stuff that nobody likes in their basement. Okay, we'll do something simple like a uh, topic of today's podcast, why are pests getting into my basement? And I'll say uh, today we're joined by Adam Tracy. Now, Adam, uh, nobody wants to think of their home as their home and basement as a habitat for critters. Uh, how are they finding their way into the house? And you can just basically take it from there. And uh, are there any other questions you want me to ask to uh, help bring your point home? Um, no, I mean, I'll, I'll pause kind of in natural spots if you have any sort of like, you know, follow-up questions that are just, you know, natural questions that you might have, you know, I'd be yeah. happy to, you know, expound upon it like we've been doing, but, you know, I'll, uh-huh. I'll basically talk about um, stone foundations first and because they're the most obvious ones, and then we'll move into, you know, concrete and block foundations and, and how pests can come in, especially with like termites and, and such. You'll talk about uh, remediation steps. Yeah, you guys yeah. I'll talk. You know, you know, we, you know the, you know what we do, and you know why a pest control company is more about setting traps and catching versus prevention on it, and mm-hmm. you know what what you can do to prevent. Okay. In your case, states have better hygiene. Hey, Coop's on the man. He's coming back with a little, little few jabs here and there. He, uh, Joe even managed to get under my skin the other day, so I know he's on the on his way back. It's like a, it's like an hourly occurrence when he's uh, fully healthy. So. Are we, uh, are we over? We had some, some email issues, you know, going into yesterday too. I know that you had talked with Sarah. There was a server going up and down. I'm not sure if that's been resolved or not. Yeah, yeah, that's we have, like uh, a lot of a lot of emails getting stuck in the outbox for a long time. Yep, that was cleared out. It was uh, just a weird cluster issue, and and they uh, they sent out an email and said that it was all taken care of. So, but let us know if you have anything else. We'll definitely look into it. Okay. All right, uh, you ready to rock and roll? Ready to go. All right. Away we go. 
It's time once again for the Crackman Podcast, hosted by A1 Foundation Crack Repair. I'm Darren Kincaid, and I'm here with the Crackman himself, Rich Commerce. Rich has 30 years of experience in the construction industry with over 20 years as president and founder of A1 Foundation Crack Repair. This podcast provides expert basement waterproofing, concrete repair, and preventative maintenance tips for homeowners and businesses. A1 Foundation's valuable insight will help avert the disaster of a flooded basement, health problems due to water infiltration, and protect your biggest investment, your home. The topic of today's podcast, why are pests getting into my basement? Today we're joined again by Adam Tracy. And now Adam, nobody wants to think of their house or their home or the basement as a habitat for critters. How are they finding their way into the house? Well, it's a, it's a, this time of year we get a lot of phone calls from homeowners where they see a lot of pests uh, coming in and out of their, their foundations and in, into their basement areas. Part of the reason why this happens is because the, as the days get shorter and the temperatures start varying a little bit more, it's a signal to all those little critters that, hey, it's time to hunker down, winter's coming here. And they try to find a place that's a nice temperature-controlled environment. And when you're below grade, it's a little bit easier to maintain a temperature, whether you're a snake, a rodent, or a, a bug. So they try to find anything that they can to, uh, to get in there. Now, when we're looking in these foundations, there's three, obviously, three types of foundations that we're looking at. We have our stone foundations and then our block and our concrete, poured concrete foundations. Now, with the stone foundations, we get the most calls for rodents um, uh, infiltration. Now, we're not a pest control company, but a lot of pest control companies will set up traps and will be happy to, you know, eradicate whatever comes in. But part of it is the prevention of this. And when they're trying to come into the foundation, the obvious place is any holes or gaps in your foundation wall where the stone foundation is held together by the mortar. Now, any of the breakdown of the mortar can allow a highway of rodents and snakes to come in there. Just yesterday, we had an issue with snakes coming into a woman's basement, and we were able to get out there and, and resolve that issue by basically going in and taking out the old mortar that's starting to deteriorate and crumble and then repacking it with a new mortar there to prevent anything from coming from the outside into the inside. So it's really about a preventative maintenance uh, portion of it while also helping the integrity of your wall stay uh, fresh for, for years to come. So these stone foundations, they're basically just foundations made out of field stones, right? These big, large stones, and then you put mortar in between them to hold them all together. And over time, these things break down, and that's how they're getting in. They're getting in through the little holes and cracks and stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah, these stone foundations can be you know, hundreds of years old even. And the, and the mortar that was mixed in there was hand-mixed by a mason many, many years ago, long, long removed from the, the workforce at this point. And as the stones move through the wintertime with free, uh, freezing and thawing cycles, it breaks down the mortar joints in between there. And, the, uh, for instance, a mouse only needs about the size of a, of a quarter to get into, uh, and even smaller in some cases, into a foundation. So those little tiny gaps that don't really seem like a big issue, once they're able to get in there, they can basically tunnel out a highway into your foundation where it stays a nice, cool, you know, 50 to 60 degrees in the wintertime, and it doesn't really have a whole lot of snow, ice, and rain uh, to worry about. So they, they kind of naturally find a, a space down there to, to call home for the winter. And so what do you do on the other types of foundations? You talked about the stone foundation. That was obvious, just replacing the mortar. But what about, like, the concrete block foundations and the, and the regular just concrete foundations? 
Sure. Now, these foundations are a little bit more of a solid surface type foundation. So it's not like you have all these stones piled on top of each other held together by the mortar. So with a block foundation and a stone found, or a, excuse me, a poured concrete foundation, you have to look at basically flaws in the foundation, whether there's cracks anywhere or a very susceptible area is between where the top of the foundation meets the underside of the house, which is called the sill plate. So when you have gaps in that area, you really have to pay attention to those spots because that's, again, a spot where um, small animals can find a way through. Now, in terms of concrete foundations and block foundations, another thing that we have to worry about is a little bit of a smaller scale test is we're looking at termites and other type of insects. When we have cracks in the foundation, that is an, a highway access for a pest to come from the outside to the inside. And if you have a wood-boring insect like a termite, they only need about a sixteenth of an inch or even less in some cases to find their way from the inside to the outside. So they basically send out a little scout team to go find some, some wood to munch on, and if they find a path from the outside to the inside, they signal to all their friends that, hey, this is a highway access to some, some good food for the wintertime and um, to be able to you know, take, take shelter for a long period of time. So obviously repairing any foundation cracks prevents any sort of uh, termite mitigation issues that you have to deal with. Yikes, and we all know what termites can do to a house, so obviously that's something you want to definitely get taken care of if you have any of those cracks or holes or anything like that. And if you're a person that fancies yourself to be uh, uh, an environment for critters and things like that, I guess you can just ignore it. But uh, for the rest of us who want our homes to be free of mice and critters and termites and things like that, Getting those holes fixed would be a good idea. Well, thanks again, Adam, for um, explaining how critters are getting into basements and what we can do about it. If you have a basement water problem and think you need a professional, or if you'd like more information on foundation crack repair and basement waterproofing topics, please visit a1foundationcrackrepair.com or call Rich or Adam at 866-929-3171. Or you can email Rich or Adam at info at a1foundationcrackrepair.com. Thanks for listening in. Keep that basement dry. Break. All right. Uh, I think that was good. I think so, too. Joe, you hear any uh, issues or anything like that? I didn't. That was very good. Very smooth. Nope. No popping or cracking like a, we, we did a, uh, a call earlier at 830 with oh, another client. Yeah, so. All right, excellent. Well, uh, we'll get out there and fix those holes. And uh, I know you, yeah, it sounds like the, the work's piling up for you. So uh, we'll let you get to it. And we'll talk to you next time, Adam. All right, excellent. We'll send over that video too, so that way you have it. I assume email should be fine on this. It doesn't. It doesn't appear to be a huge file, so. All right, perfect. Yep, that's great. Okay. All right, awesome. Thanks, Adam. All right, gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you. Bye bye. Have a good day. All right, see you. Bye. bye.